What we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no. Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hanks Show. Indeed it is. Indeed it is. Hello, live and on tape from beautiful Whitehall Drive here in the lovely city of Kinston, North Carolina. It is Thursday. April the 20th in the year of our Lord 2023. This is episode 842 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. My co-hosts, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey, will be joining me at the end of the first hour today for the birthday game. That's right. We're mixing it up a little bit because we have... We have a great show for you. I know I say that all the time, but I really mean it today. I mean it all the other times too, but I'm telling you, man, we have got a very unique show for you today. Joining me in less than 15 minutes is our regular Thursday guest. He's the voice of the Down East Wood Ducks and the University of Mount Olive Athletics. They call him Sugar Shane Albee. His Woody's played an 11 a.m. game yesterday. And he was in fine voice. He also had a blast doing it too. Can't wait to talk to him about that. Uh, talking to him, uh, get caught up with the Wood Ducks who are kind of struggling a little bit right now. They've lost four games in a row. We'll get more into that in a little bit. But uh, but uh, Sugar Shane uh, got to yell out to about two thousand kids yesterday, and uh, it was so cool. He finished the game yesterday. He called me, and we had a chance to chat about it. I'm like, man, this is good content. Let's save this for tomorrow. But uh, he just had a blast. Uh, just doing a, a bang up job and just killing it out of historic Granger stadium this year. But, uh, looking forward to talking to sugar Shane about that and about how uh, UMO is doing and uh, we will get caught up with that. And like I said, we're, uh, moving him up a little bit. Usually we do it about 20 after we're going to try to get him on probably about uh 12, 13 after. So less than 10 minutes or so, because we're going to do the birthday game here in the first hour too. Uh, a very good, a fun, a little bit of fun birthday game too but uh man i'm setting you up for the second hour guys our second hour is going to be really really special today we're going to be joined right here in our plush well-lit studio on white hall drive by hall of fame coach george whitfield and also uh awesome uh Kinsella north county parks recreation director Corey povar we are going to announce right here on the brian hanks show before you hear it before you read it before anywhere else you see it uh, world debut of the, tw- of the Kinsella North County sports 2023 hall of fame, hall of fame class. We're going to do it right here on the show. Uh, the committee, I've been setting this up for you for a couple of weeks, a heck couple of months now telling you, uh, we were going to have the vote. Well, by golly, we, uh, had the vote yesterday. We, uh, voted to induct 12 new members into the hall and also to induct five teams. Uh, I'm not going to give anything away though. Sorry. You're going to have to, uh, tune back in, uh, in our second hour today. If you're listening to us live right now, that'll be at eight o'clock right here on nine sixty the bull nine sixty the bull.com. If you're like, well, come on, Hanks, I'm at work. I, I can't listen to it then. Then I'm sorry. You're going to have to uh, go to uh, brianhanks.com after about nine 30 or so today. And you can uh, check out the, uh, the announcement there. But again, very excited to have, uh, George Whitfield, uh, hall of fame coach, George Whitfield. He's not just in the Kinsella North County sports hall of fame. He's in about 11 other halls of fame too. He'll be joining us. And like I said, uh, the great Corey Povar joining us here too, on the uh, show to, uh, talk about it. We're listen, there are, uh, let me do the math here. Yeah, da, da, da. nine athletes, two coaches, one recreation uh, inductee, and like I said, five teams. And we're gonna that's our whole second hour is we're gonna talk about that and let you guys know who was inducted there. So there you go. Uh, the great Shane Albee joining us here in the first hour. George Whitfield, Corey Povar in our second hour. And that means we got no time to be playing around with anything. Uh, Down East Wood Ducks, they lost yesterday. It was their fourth straight loss. Uh, fell 5-2 to two to the hated Carolina Mudcats. We'll get more into that with uh, with uh, 
Shane when we pull him up here on the air. How about LCC yesterday? Got to get this in, man. LCC improved to 27 and 13 overall yesterday, 19 and 8 in Region 10. They split a doubleheader yesterday at home versus Pitt Community College, who fell to 23 and 11 overall and 17 and 8 in Region 10. Uh, now, the Lancers lost game one, 9 to 5, and then they fell behind 6 to nothing after the top of the first inning. And guess what? They rallied to score nine runs over the rest of the game, and they won that game nine to six. Did not give up another run from uh, Pitt Community College. Uh, let me. I, I got a chance to uh, talk to uh, Coach Gary Smith after the game yesterday. Here's that interview with him. We're here on Lancer Field in the post game with uh, Coach Gary Smith, and uh, you split the doubleheader with Pitt Community College. And I got to tell you. After the first half inning of this second game here today, sir, you guys are down six to nothing. But you're, I bet I looked at your dugout. I looked at you. Your head didn't go down. I mean, brag on these young men on that comeback, a nine to six victory here in game two of this doubleheader with Pitt Community College. Well, before I brag on them, you know, I'm not sure what 40 kids showed up for game one. So um, I told them after the game you know i'm glad my team showed up for game two i don't know whose team that was <laughs> game one but uh you know we just talked about between games talked about you know how we were flat didn't have a lot of good at bats and you're just not gonna beat pit like that yeah. so you know the second game even being down you know i felt like we still had seven chances um, to get back in it, and you know, punching the four across um, was was huge to open the game for us that way. Because now all of a sudden it's a manageable game, and um, you know, our pitching after the first inning was as good as it's been all year. I mean, to put up that many zeros against them um, doesn't have much to anybody. So I'm very proud of those guys. Um, and then the hitters, uh, much better, much better approach, much better at bats. Um, you know, the midweek games, I think the midweek region games, I think, um, you know, this is kind of what you're going to get. You typically get one very well-played game. You tend to get one not-so-well-played game. Um, and some of that just has to do with pitching depth. It also has to do with, to me, the, the energy, the environment. I mean, if I was talking to some of their players, and I asked them, you know, how do y'all like playing us in the midweek? And they felt the same as my guys. They hate it yeah. because it's a midweek game. Your energy level's not as high. You don't have the same type of crowd you have on the weekend. Um, but it's what we have to do. So, um, you know, you just got to go out in those games. You just got to find a way to create some energy, find a way to grind them, grind it out. I mean, it's a lot of baseball in the middle of – a hot day. Well, you alluded to, and again, that voice you're listening to is Coach Gary Smith, head baseball coach here at Lenore Community College, following the split of this doubleheader and uh, the second game, 9-6. to six. But you alluded to, I want you to delve into it if you don't mind a little bit, Coach. Exactly how big was that? I mean, you, you, fall, you fall behind 6 to nothing. You're coming off the game one loss, and you put the four spot up at the bottom of the first. If you don't do that, how worried are you about the rest of the game? Um, I'd have probably gotten worried if we had not put something on the board after two okay you know that's one because to think that you're gonna hold them at six i thank goodness we did yeah. but it's probably not realistic so i'm figuring a game like this they might put up eight or ten so then you know we've gone two innings to think you know eight might be looming in your future or ten might be in your future um you know, it was huge to put up put up those four, and I think it you know it gave our guys some hope and um, you know the idea that yeah we can keep playing and um, we can make this work. I asked you this on the show on Tuesday, and I feel like I need to ask you again because we, I think we found out we found out as fans and as observers of this team. What did you find out about your team today, Coach? You know, I've had more than one coach. I mean, Pitt's coach last week several other coaches in the region they were like you know my goodness your team is tough yeah. and I don't you know tough baseball players now are very different than what I grew up knowing as a tough baseball player mm -hmm. but I think looking at it all yeah I think I think our kids are pretty tough and I you know maybe tough's not the right word resilient yeah. is a better word 
Um, you know, tough guys roll blocked you on a double play at second base. Um, you know, resilient guys find a way to keep playing and grinding and, um, you know, give yourselves a chance to win at the end. I love that. Resilient is a very good term. Let me ask you this. We'll wrap it up here, Coach. Uh, coming off this right here, you've got a big series, obviously, this weekend. Sophomore day on Sunday here at Lancer Field. Uh, having a game like – or having a day like this, a split of a doubleheader, how does that help you get ready for this weekend? Uh, you know, I, I think it just – I know it this. It'll make practice easier tomorrow than if we had dropped two. Um, yeah, so um, – <laughs> So that part's good. Uh, you know, I think these kids realize, you know, after after the games with Brunswick, after the five games so far with Pitt, you know, we, we should be able to compete with anybody. Um, it's just a matter for us of, of bringing who we are, you know, into the dugout. Last question I lied to you. Uh, Sunday, sophomore day here. Uh, how important – I mean, you, I talked to you yesterday or I talked to you on Tuesday about this, about having, you know, a good crowd out here to support. These kids, they deserve a lot of support this Sunday, don't they? Absolutely. Um, you know, this sophomore class was my first recruiting class. Uh, when I got hired, those guys were already here. Um, so, you know, it has been these sophomores that have, you know, kind of put us back on the map and um, kind of created the culture and um, – the level of performance that we've achieved the last two years. So I hope everybody will come out and, um, you know, give these kids the credit that, that they're due. Very good. Coach, congratulations. Thanks for taking the time. Oh, absolutely, Brian. Anytime. Anytime. And congratulations again to Coach Gary Smith and Lenore Community College. Again, big win. How many times have you seen a team fall behind six to nothing after the top of the first inning? and uh, come back, rally back to win that. They did score four runs in the bottom of the first, so it was, they made it workable 6-4 uh, to four after one inning and uh, didn't give up another run to the Bulldogs the rest of the way. So congratulations to Lenore Community College. Again, you heard us talking about it right there at the end. They're now 27-13 and 13 overall, 19-8 and eight in Region 10. Uh, they travel to Southeastern Community College in Whiteville for a doubleheader on Saturday, and then they're back home for the final home game of the 2023 season, Sunday at 1 o'clock for sophomore day at the ballpark. And, uh, man, if you can get out there and support them for that, that would be awesome. Uh, so congratulations again. Uh, last night, uh, Carolina Hurricanes, uh, man, made us all sweat here uh, in eastern North Carolina and throughout North Carolina. They go up 2 to nothing, fall behind 3-2, to two, score a goal in uh, the final few minutes of regulation, descend it to overtime, and then they win – four to three in overtime. They now lead two games to none. And, uh, that first round series against the New York Islanders game three is Friday in New York, uh, tomorrow night, as we've been telling you the whole time, uh, or all week, at least, uh, it's going to be a very special night here in the sports history of the city of Kenston. Our very own Jerry Stackhouse is being inducted into the North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame. I am so lucky that I'm going to be there tomorrow night. Very blessed. I'm going to be there with uh, Coach Whitfield, who you're going to hear uh, here shortly. Uh, Corey Povar uh, from uh, the Kenston North County Parks and Recreation Department. Jimmy Smith riding up there with him and his son, Junius Smith III. That's going to be fun. Craig Hill, a bunch of others, man. We're just so excited We're uh, that we've got two tables full of uh, Kinston folks uh, that are going to be uh, there for uh, the Hall of Fame ceremony. Cannot wait for that. On top of that, we've got it scheduled to uh, have Jerry on the show here tomorrow uh, as he's going to be uh, reflecting on his professional basketball career, his time here in Kinston, his time up in Chapel Hill, uh, what he learned from Dean Smith, uh, what he's, what he's doing now as a coach at Vanderbilt, all these awards he's won this year. I mean, he was a sec coach of the year, uh, just all these different awards he's won, but I don't know if it gets any bigger than being in the uh, inducted into the North Carolina sports hall of fame. Again, that is tomorrow night. Listen, I will, uh, again, we had our meeting yesterday with coach Whitfield found out we do still have one more ticket remaining. Uh, if you would like to purchase a ticket and go with us up there tomorrow and be part of our Kenston contingent, then uh, you know how to get in touch with me, whether on Facebook, on Twitter. Uh, if you've got my digits, hit me up on that too, and I promise we will uh, do our best to get you up there. We need as many Kinstonians as possible. I mean, I, I, it's a pretty big class that's being inducted tomorrow night. 
Uh, but we, we need to have a good Kinston contingent, and we already do. What am I talking about? We've already got two tables full of it. That doesn't even include uh, Jerry's family and uh, his uh, closest supporters, and, uh, man, it's just going to be a fun night tomorrow night in uh, Chapel or in Chapel Hill. It's going to be a fun night in Raleigh tomorrow night as we celebrate that. This is also ENC Renaissance Fair Week at the Lenore County Fairgrounds. Uh, we're going to try to get uh, a guest here on tomorrow. Hopefully, Rob Gaudier, uh joining us tomorrow morning, whether it's going to be in person or or uh, on the phone. But uh, get out there and support that if you can. Uh, that, again, is a Saturday and Sunday out of the uh, Lenore County Fairgrounds. Should be a lot of fun there. I tell you what, let's get our good friend uh, Shane Albee up here on the line with us. Before we do that, though, let's thank Lenore Community College for more than 65 years. That's right, for 65 years and about two and a half weeks now, Lenore Community College has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives. LCC's mission is to meet the personal, cultural, and professional educational needs of its students through affordable, accessible, and innovative educational programs. LCC has its main campus right here in Kinston at 231 Highway 58 South, but it also has satellite campuses in Greene County and Jones County. Call LCC at 252-527-6223. Visit their website at lenorecc.edu or visit one of their beautiful campuses in Kenston, Snow Hill, or Trenton to find out how you can change your life today. And again, thank you so much to Richie Honeycutt, Dr. Rusty Hunt, all the folks out at Shelly Barnes, all the folks out at Lenore Community College for uh, being uh, the title sponsor of The Brian Hanks Show. And joining me on our Spence Automotive guest line right now, <laughs> there you go, is uh, our good friend and man. A guy that has taken the reins with both hands over at Historic Granger Stadium and just doing an awesome job. I got to give you some love before we jump into anything else. Well, let me tell you first, it's Shane Albee. His friends call him Sugar Shane, though, right? Because cats are players, too. <laughs> um, no, let me, tell well, you, let me tell you this real quick before we jump into everything, dude. All right, on me, Brian. No, you're going to love this. You know, I go to the gym every morning, uh, and I've been doing it now for right at two months. So it's not it's not just a one-time thing. I've been doing it for two months. But the the folks that greet you at the uh, when you first, you know, beep in and you go do whatever your workout is, is uh, Mr. Al Jones and uh, Miss Georgie Sasser. They work up at the front desk. have been there for years. I got to tell you, uh, you got some love from Al Jones this morning who said, hey, first he goes, was that you on the mic yesterday? Guy? You know, because a lot of people still don't know that. I'm, You know, I mean, sure. the average fan doesn't know that. And I said, no, no, no. I, you know, I was telling him about, uh, you know, it's my friend Shane Albee. He's a, he bragged on you and said, man, he was really good. I mean, it was loud, but he said you were really good. You had the crowd going, dude. So get, Al Jones gave you some love. They're probably listening right now. Give him some love, dude. And you can call me, Al. <laughs> no, thank you, Al. I appreciate that. I look forward to putting a face to the name, but no, I appreciate that. It's uh, I want to do it right. I want to do it justice. It's a uh, you know, it's a it's a I take it serious. You know what I mean? If people come into that ballpark. They're, they're, they're here for a, what do you say? They're, they're not here for a long time. They're here for a good time <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and they're paying money, you know, and to, to have that good time. And, and, uh, you know, I tell, and I, and I appreciate that. I really do. I would, I, oh my God, I'd walk away if I heard things like, yeah, that TA announcer, man, man, that guy's terrible. No, you know what I mean? No, I would, no, no. I would. He was bragging on you. He thought you were really good. And like I said, he talked about how you had the crowd engaged and everything. We're going to get to that in a second because, I mean, oh dude, my God. I love the call that you gave me yesterday. But I just I thought that was really nice, dude. That, yeah, uh, thank you so much. That's why I do it. I really appreciate that. It, and, I, and a lot of thought goes into it. I mean, like, while everybody else was going to their back to their lives, yeah, I'm right like, man, in the third inning, I should have done this. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm all like, that's just how I am. I've always been that way. And I try to. I call it sharpening the axe. You know, I want to be, and yesterday I've been a PA a long time, but that was the first time I had, you know, a crowd like that. I mean, it was, am <laughs> it oh, was amazing. Oh, we're going to dive into that here in a second. That's for sure. But I got to say this too. I'm going to echo what uh, Mr. Al said. And, uh, because I got to go, yeah, I've been to every game this year. 
Uh, didn't get to stay long yesterday. It was just, in fact, I didn't even make it into the bowl yesterday yeah. because of, you know, talking to everybody. But I got to tell you, though, was there Tuesday with uh, Linda and her sister, Julie, who's in from the state of Washington. And got and I actually, for nine innings, you know, it wasn't cold outside like it was for those first two games or rainy or any of that. I got to sit back and <clears throat> enjoy a beverage, you know, yeah. eat, <laughs> eat a couple of hot dogs and listen to Shane Albee. And I got to tell you, Ricky Whaley will back me up on this because he came up and sat with me uh for oh, a picture of you two yeah yeah for like the last last six innings of the game and dude we were listening and both of us if you knew how many times we looked at each other and nodded and were like you know what he's pretty damn good man i mean dude they listen and i'm the most egotistical person you will probably ever meet shane Albee. <laughs> okay i really am dude as i tell everybody you're better than I am, man. And it's hard for me to say that, but it's true. Dude, your sound effects, the passion that you put into it, you make going to a ball game an experience, especially going to a Wood Ducks game. And I got to tell you, get re- I, you got to tell me how many UMO games are left because Ricky and I are going to try to get up there for, uh, for a game before the uh, regular season is over, dude. Well, uh, <laughs> we have, yeah, I know. We've got one home series left. We entertain Francis Marion. Uh, Mount Olive has moved up to third in the conference now, but the only thing is we were originally going to play a Saturday, no, a Friday Saturday series. And of course, as you know, the Wood Ducks are in town. Um, what they've done now is they're going to go Friday at three o'clock um, and then Sunday at two o'clock. But the Friday game, obviously, I mean, we're, we're thinking that they're going to have their senior day at some point. Yeah. And so I'm probably going to do the first, if, if that happened, the first game on Friday and then I'm going to Kinston. Okay. You know, um, and then, uh, of course, I'll, I'll be in Kinston on Sunday. The interesting thing is there's like an 80% chance of rain on Saturday. So Mount Olive and a lot of teams have already elected not to play on Saturday at all. And so it'll be interesting. And then the Saturday supposed to be a big day at Granger Stadium. And I know they don't want to move or, or move that. Um, but I wouldn't surprise me if they played two on Sunday. You know what I mean? It's just hard to say because there's just so much. But the Wood Ducks have more of a capability to wait rain out um, you know, than Mount Olive does. Mount Olive, you know, the coach has got to get out there and dump sand on the field. And, you know, whereas the Wood Ducks would, 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 uh, they have a grounds crew. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it just really depends. And you know how the weather is. I mean, you just never know what it's really going to do until game time. No, you're absolutely right. And, uh, well, doggone, like I said, Ricky and I were sitting there and, like, you know, we're, we're, we're having our conversation, drinking our beverages, watching the game and all that. But, dude, just the, the way you listen, we are so blessed. We are so lucky. And I, you know who we need to thank here? Our good friend, uh, Jason Bryant. He is the one yeah. who, yeah, I mean, Jason is the one who uh, connected you with the Down East Wood Ducks. And, and then you came in, dude, and you just, dude, you're tearing it up. I guess more than anything, give a well, guy's roses while he's still uh, above the ground. You know what well, I'm saying? <laughs> well, I'll be honest. You, you, really, it's an apple to an orange. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I sit back and I admire your ability to – like you were saying yesterday to do research and to do interviews and even the lingo that you use when you're, uh, you know, when you're doing interviews, you're an inter- I, I don't have that. I mean, uh, you know what I mean? I could I could wear that hat if I had to, you know what I mean? Like when I used to sell radio ads, the general manager looked at me and his first words out of me were, were to me were, can you write? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And you, you don't think about that in radio and some of the best radio sales executives I've ever been around are never will never voice an ad you know what i mean well yeah and, that, uh, that makes a good point because i don't think i've ever heard jason voice one but he is such a good guy but dude hey, he's very hey, good let's get let's get off the loving each other part but i dude you're amazing <laughs> you are amazing tell everybody how much fun sugar shane albie yes i just referred to you in the third person that sugar shane <laughs> albie had yesterday for education day out at the ballpark I thought I was at Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory, I swear. <laughs> it was unbelievable. I walk in, and there's kids everywhere, right? And at this point, I looked at the young lady who let me in, and eventually uh, I looked at her, and I said, I said, there is a huge fire here. I said, I said, do you know who I am? She looked up at me like, apparently you work here. And I was like, I'm the damn gasoline. <laughs> and, and, and I'm telling you, man, first of all, I should have had my first clue. And I got to give a tip of the cap to Ashley, our new, uh, um, what would you call her? She replaced Will Treadaway. Um, uh, 
graphic she took the designer. Mic. She, and... took the, she took the mic yesterday and was talking to the crowd before the game. Oh, wow. And, yeah, and was giving the crowd instructions. You know, um, well, I didn't realize it, but pregame, I should have had my first clue when this happens. So I play Taylor Swift's I Knew You Were Trouble When I Walked When You Walked In, <laughs> right? And in the part of the song, which I never noticed before, when Taylor Swift, when he goes, and I'm lying on the cold, hard ground, and you know how Taylor Swift goes, ah, ah. <laughs> Let me tell you something. 2,000 kids, 2,000 girls were like, ah, ah. It's unbelievable. Oh my and God. I said, wow, I can see why the whole Taylor Swift thing happened with Ticketmaster. Um, she's got a, so then Ashley takes the mic. It's like, do we have any Swifties in the crowd? <laughs> so then I realized real quick how powerful TikTok is. Yeah. Um, and as a public address announcer, I've been doing this a long time, but what's interesting is how things have evolved and changed over the years. Let me tell you something. If you're a PA announcer and you want to entertain the crowd and you want to do sound effects and things like that, you better either a be up on what's trending on TikTok. TikTok and Snapchat, and those the funny one-liners that people put out, or find someone in your life who is. I'm blessed to have University of Mount Olive students who I'll be at a game. It could be a softball game, and they'll be like, "Hey Shane, hey Shane, you need this." <laughs> you know what I mean? And they'll show it to me, and in my primitive way, I'll be like, "Send me the link." You know what I mean? And I'll clip it off YouTube. So yesterday, and I can tell you what, the Carolina Mudcats will forever in their lives remember this quote emotional damage <laughs> that is some korean guy on who's gotten famous and rich on tiktok for for saying that and i played it yesterday the first time on a strikeout and when I, and so this the quote starts bear in mind the crowd of kids just the paid attendance yesterday was 2554 wow so yeah so so bear in mind yesterday um so they don't know it's coming so all of a sudden i play it like a, a, a mudcat strikes out and you hear, and all of a sudden, as he goes, he slams a flip flop down, like, you hear the crowd go, all the kids go, <laughs> and they're screaming it at the mud dog, the mud cat player as he's walking into the dugout. I'm like, I'm going to keep this up. So I did that the whole game. Well, I should have my first clue after the Taylor Swift incident. I decided, me and the honorable Mr. McKinney decided to go to the bathroom. And when we went to go to the bathroom, we realized it was going to be a while because the kids were filing in and that tunnel was jam-packed. George Whitfield Way was jam-packed. <laughs> <laughs> and so I had to wait. I was, I was like, oh, my God, what do I do? Well, by this time, there's a bunch of kids. And uh, I believe it was Chicot Elementary. They were wearing purple. And they had a little Chicot across them. They were sitting uh, just as you come up to the tunnel, immediately back to the right. And so on my way back in, I put the uh, laptop on playlist. So it's just playing while I'm so I could go to the bathroom. And by the time I come back, I would say at least a thousand young ladies were chanting, we don't talk about Bruno. No. And I, when I say, <laughs> when I say we don't talk about Bruno, let me tell you something. I believe if they would have had lighters or cell phones, they would have been holding them in the air. It was like a rock concert. I swear it. The whole day was like a rock concert. Um, because, and then there's another TikTok quote. Oh yeah. Of course the one I play sometimes, um, when we get two strikes on a batter that done. Oh no. Oh no. Let me tell you, I had two, I had 2000 students going toe to toe with that. I mean, it was unbelievable. So I was like, so I really went to like, yeah, as a pitcher, I'm like, okay, I got a curveball, got a slider, got a cutter and I got my two seamer. And so I was, that was my pitches yesterday. So, um, so then there's this other one. I really don't know what it is, but the, the folks at Mount Olive, the students gave it to me, but there's a quote out there. Um, and I'll play it usually like on a foul ball or someone get, we get two strikes, but it's this, this guy on TikTok going, <laughs> and so you had that, and I had that entire crowd of, um, of students going, <laughs> I mean, it was absolutely the best PA game I've ever done in my life. And I've done a bunch. Um, it was great. And, and let me tell you, from going forward, I don't care where I'm working or what I'm doing. I'm taking off on Education Day. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm telling you, man, I got to give everybody a little bit of inside baseball. Again, that voice you're listening to, you know who it is. It's Sugar Shane Albee joining us this morning here on the Brian Hanks Show. And this is what was super cool. I was on my way in. we just done the Hall of Fame voting. I was on my way to uh, LCC to, uh, you know, go watch those games. And my phone rang, and it was you. And 
You think Shane Albee has animation in his voice right now here as we're doing this live at 729 in the morning. You should have heard him yesterday afternoon. Dude, it just, it, it, dude, I have deep, dark cockles in my heart, as you know. Dude, it warmed up the deepest, darkest, coldest cockles in my heart. Listening to how excited you were yesterday after that uh, game, dude. Yeah, it was tough. I had to go to Food Lion after that, and I'm walking around Food Lion just looking at people, just looking at people like, do you know what just happened? Here you are, here you are, Kingston residents, shopping Food Lion, and you know, and you don't even know what just happened down the road. You don't even know. You know what I mean? Yeah, somebody, somebody dude. drops a dozen eggs, and you're like, oh no, oh no. <laughs> That's that's exactly or like uh, one of the uh, the Sheldon from uh, the Big Bang. Now you see what you've done. Exactly. You know? I love yeah, it, man. We've, so un- many- we've unleashed sugar, Shane. You've been popular, of course. I mean, you know, listen. We had uh, Jackson Massey and David Combs on a couple of weeks ago talking about, and I and it hit me. It's like I want to see what they think about Shane. And you heard the love they gave you. So you've been very popular, and you know quasi-famous in Wayne County for a couple of decades now. Now we're unleashing Shane Albee to Lenora County. Unleash the Kraken. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I get What I get sometimes, a couple of weeks ago, I had to take my mom for a blood test, and we walk into this lab in Goldsboro, and uh, another gentleman walked in, and you could tell he worked for a place like House of Rayford or something like that, and he had on like a trucker's cap, and he had the logo from his company, and, and he was sitting there, and we got to talking, and – and, and my mom said something that got the guy's attention. The guy looked over at me and he goes, I knew I recognize that voice. <laughs> and I was like, and I was like, he's like, yeah, man. Uh, and he started telling me, he's like, yeah, man, I'm from, uh, I'm from, from, uh, I say, I went to East Dublin and, uh, played baseball and, uh, yeah, I played out at Mount Olive and stuff. I knew I recognize that voice. You know what I mean? And it's funny because people will be places and they'll be like, and in fact, the other day I was after a softball doubleheader, I was pulling through the food line in Mount Olive and there was a young lady in front of me. She just kept looking back at me. And finally, and I was wearing my Sugar Shane. I got a shirt. The wrestling team at Mount Olive gave me that says Sugar Shane. And she looked at me. She goes, she she said something like, "Are you Sugar Shane? You like you an announcer?" And I was like, "Maybe." And she's like, "Yeah, my son played at Rosewood. My son's so and so." And I was like, "Oh." And so and I was, so I do get that. I'm, I always want to say, "Hey, well, you know, tell him I need a, you know, I need a job. You guys hire him, you know." <laughs> but no, I do. And I, I, I try not to be too obnoxious. And I know yesterday, let me tell you, the sound was right. Ever since they got that iPad right at Granger Stadium, let me tell you, you want to find out what it's like to be at a major league park. Uh, it's not quiet at Fenway Park. Fenway Park. It's not quiet at Yankee Stadium. It's not quiet. I mean, you 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 know going in, it's they're there to entertain you, you know, and it's rocking. And they, there's no – the worst thing you can ever have is dead space, dead quiet. you got to keep it moving all the time. Well, I'm telling you, man, like I said, Tuesday was just a treat. I mean, on top of being Thursday, able you were there Thursday. You. you were there you were there so you were there Thursday because they but they played Mount Olive on Tuesday and no, no, and no, then no, they no. I'm talking the- about this past Tuesday, two days ago. Oh, that's right. Uh, yep. Yeah, 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 yep. yeah. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it was just a treat. I mean, just being there and I, I hated there weren't a lot of people there, as many as there could be, because it, you know, the game started an hour earlier. I think that kind of probably threw people off and yeah. all that. But man, what just a, a great atmosphere, dude. And you're well, really I gotta responsible t- I gotta, for that. I gotta tighten up after the Mount Olive game. Um my PA games, the Woodies are 0 and 4 with me at, on the con. So. <laughs> so, oh my God. You know what, dude? That is right. They're what? They're 5 and 6. So uh, they're, oh, oh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, we do. We need to fix that. But we'll be there tonight. Uh, I know uh, Linda and I, and I think her sister, her brother is in town from uh, Washington, nice. D.C., or from the Maryland area, Washington, D.C. area. I think he's going to be there tonight too. So we're going to have a whole bunch of uh, a whole bunch of Linda's family there tonight. So anyway, there you go, dude. We've only got a couple more minutes. I did want to give you a chance to talk about uh, University of Mount Olive, though. And uh, where, where do we stand right now with the Trojans as you're coming up on the end of the regular season? Well, they they believe it or not, this past Tuesday they played the they went down and played a neutral game in Florence against Newberry, who was number five in the country. And boy, the bats woke up. I mean, they had over like 25 hits, beat, beat Newberry 19 to three. Uh, it was one of those games where no matter who Newberry brought in or no matter who we subbed, Mount Olive was hitting the ball. Um, so that's a good sign. Uh, we've got a big series this weekend. We host Francis Marion, the Patriots. And as you know, this is the first year Francis Marion and UNC Pembroke have come over from the Peach Belt are now in the Conference Carolina. So they already took arguably one of the strongest conferences in baseball in Division Two, and now made it just hideous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, 
usually I'm telling you the team that comes out of Mount Olives region or the region, the Gulf region, the Gulf South region in Florida uh, is, is usually going to win the D2 world series. Um, it's just so tough to get out of that region, but Mount Olive is um, we're third in the conference now. Um, but we Barton had creeped ahead of us after Mount Olive lost a couple of games to, uh, did I just call him Barton? Oh my God. Um, and then, uh, and then, um, so big series is coming up. Mount Olive's third in the conference. We got Francis Berry this weekend. Then we got to go to Wingate next week in the midweek. But then we got to go the final series of the year. We got to go at UNC Pembroke. And so that's going to be us uh, always a tough series and a battle between those two rivals. There's no love lost between Mount Olive and UNC Pembroke at all. So in a position, the pitching staff has banged up, been banged up, but coming back and Mount Olive starting to hit the ball really well. So really it's just a matter of, you know, getting healthy at the right time, getting the right guys in place at the right time, you know, shaking off the rust. So Mount Olive's going to be there. We're going to be, we're going to be in contention to host a regional, um, you know, cause they do it now. They do it almost like a division one. Now they'll, they'll play in a regional. Um, and then there's super regionals. So there'll be like a three or four team regional, like two, three or four team regionals. Like if you got eight teams that make the eight teams that make the tournament, in a, in a region, you'll have two, three or four team regionals, and then you'll have a two, two team super regional. Or no, then you'll have one super regional between the winners of each regional. And then the winner of that super regional goes to carry. Okay. Um, so it, yeah, and the top eight teams head to carry, um, which, oh, uh, by the way, uh, I'm going to miss thir- June 3rd and June 4th to be in carry and Jackson passes like, Oh, I'm calling Brian. <laughs> <laughs> well, let him call me and we'll see what we can do. Listen, well, I can tell you only you can do what I do as far as the music and the sound effects. And believe me, I got all their walk-ups. And by the way, uh, <laughs> Ashley came to me yesterday, like Cam Colley wants a new walk-up. And so, <laughs> so I got him. I went Already. And got him we're not Already. even, a, we're, we're barely a week into the season. And that's what happens. Listen. Already. And, I'll, and I gotta tell you this real quick. Okay. Remember last year, Abby Ortiz's song was in Spanish. Yeah. We threw me a curveball. She messaged me. She's like, Abby now wants that same walkout, but he wants it in English now. Wow. Were you able to find it? Absolutely. All you right. know it. Dude, you're Shane Albee. You know it's going to happen. That's awesome. Listen, Shane, I hate to do this. We've got to get the birthday game in before we uh, do our big Hall of Fame announcement in our 8 o'clock hour. We're going to have a good friend of yours, George Whitfield, and uh, Corey Povar joining us uh, as we're going to make this announcement live uh, at 8 o'clock. But, dude, thank you for working around with our schedule this morning. Thank you for everything you do. Can't wait to hear you tonight uh, yelling out some names and playing those cool sound effects. Get out to Granger Stadium. It's Thirsty Thursday. (laughs) <laughs> you you do know i like to tease you i like to have my beverage and we'll just we'll leave it at that and, and tip my beverage to you as you're sitting up there on the mic you you, you don't get I mad at me though right no i love it man that's why i gave you the brian hank show shout outs now they <laughs> dude, should do that best. i mean you're the best dude thank you thank you thank you 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 absolutely are shane Thank you so much. Let's pack buddy. the house tonight. Let's pack the house. Let's pack the house tonight. You'll let it be money well spent. Absolutely, Shane. Thank you so much. We'll talk. I'll, I'll see you tonight, and we'll talk to you soon. Okay. All right, buddy. Look forward to it. There you go. That's Shane Albee uh, from the University of Mount Olive and the Down East Wood Ducks. Let's play the birthday game. We'll come back and wrap up the first hour right after that. Today is Thursday, April the 20th in the year of our Lord 2023. Sorry about that, there, John Dawson. I forgot what day it was for a minute. Well, that's better than some other things you've forgotten, such as, you know, car keys, pants, washing, that kind of stuff. Pretty good. you got to give the man credit. Do I, do I give it to him? Yeah, it was a, he took us on a little on a little ride. I liked it. Ah, there you go. There you mm-hmm. go. But uh, it is. Today is Thursday, April the 20th in the year of our Lord, 2023. You know, the kids call it 420 day, John Dawson. Well, kids are morons, so it doesn't <laughs> kids matter. Kids are morons. I, I can I, I got to agree with you on that one. It's also, uh, and we're not going to include it, but today is Adolf Hitler's birthday today. I just thought, well, I'm not going to make you guess it or anything, but I just thought I would throw it out. Why do you have your own? Tell the radio audience what I'm doing, Massey. <laughs> He's holding his arms out as if to say, why? <laughs> okay. I just, well, I, I just thought it'd be inappropriate for me to. We've uh, had it up to here with that kind of humor. <laughs> Actually, I saw. Did you, no, we're not doing this again. We're not doing the this. SNL joke? No, which one? Colin Joe said uh, there was a, a a contestant on Jeopardy had to had to shut down all of his social media after fans of the show said that his mustache made him look like Hitler. 
When asked for a comment, the contestant said, I'm furious. I've had it up to here. And raised his hands, Trip. <laughs> like the Seinfeld joke, our sales will go high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. But uh, I guess I brought all of that on myself there, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Yeah, there you go. Okay, uh, man, I feel like I haven't seen y'all in a while. <laughs> and it was just yesterday. I mean, we did the show yesterday, but uh, it feels like it's been like, I don't know, two weeks or something, John. They've changed your prescription again, haven't they? <laughs> <laughs> which which, which prescription? One? Yeah, that's a, <laughs> the blue one. <laughs> All right. We had to buy him a dolly for his pill caddy. It's so big now. <laughs> you, you know what? And it, that's pretty funny. That's actually pretty funny. I, I'm just, I, okay. I like, what the heck was that? I'm, I'm a little shell shocked. I didn't. I, I was saving this for the show because I didn't want to waste any good lines off the air. I had to help someone bury a cat over the weekend. Oh, man. You know, my buddy Prozac. Yeah. He said, man, I'm at my mom's. Can you help me bury this cat? And, you know, his health hadn't been all that good. Yeah. So I go over there. It took four hours to bury the cat. Were you digging through concrete? It wouldn't be still. <laughs> <laughs> Hell! Well done. Well done, my friend. <sighs> Why are you just telling us this now on a Thursday, though? I just felt like saying it now. <laughs> okay. That was pretty good. How is you, I miss Prozac. How's he doing? See, he there? tried to run over the joke. He did his best. <laughs> no, 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 no. That was a good joke. It was mm. a good joke. Uh, oh, how is Prozac? Yeah, how is Prozac? Ah, he's not incarcerated, so that's <laughs> one positive. That's always good. That is absolutely always good. Okay, well, cool. Well, uh, again, today is Thursday, April the 20th, uh, as we're playing this birthday game here. Massey won yesterday. He leads... Five days to three here in this uh, abbreviated month because, as you know, I was on vacation last week. So uh, it's going to knock a lot of days out. This uh, So uh, every day is important, John Dawson. That's right, Brian. So you really need to win today. You're not in must-win territory yet, but you're pretty doggone close, okay? If, if What's going to happen if I don't? You'll well, lose. You'll lose, yeah. Then what? Who wants to lose? You don't want to be known as a loser. Isn't it too late for that? <laughs> no, you're not a loser. You're a winner. Okay. You're an award-winning journalist, okay? Oh, okay. You yeah. were. Yeah, you were. Yeah, you were. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I guess once you're an award-winning journalist, you're always an award-winning journalist. I mean, they don't let you, if you're an independent, I don't think they let you submit. No. Your own, even no. though I had the biggest, the most red column of my entire life about a month ago. Wait, what? Oh, the, the oh no. The Hubert Davis one was, yeah. is around 54,000 views right now. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. We got to find some, you know, I got to admit, uh, and you won't understand this this much, Jonathan, but you definitely will, John. I kind of miss the NCPA uh, contest that we had every year. I really do. I mean, we had, you know, I. It was the company's way of tricking us into uh, making us forget that we weren't being paid for a night. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Because they did treat us pretty good on that night. They take us out to dinner in a fancy restaurant. We got to meet uh, we fancy fr- people. We, we had free refills on water. <laughs> we had. Indiv- oh. We didn't have to share napkins for that one night. All yeah. the bread you could eat. Well, yeah, yeah all the bread. We yeah. I mean, it was Captain. You remember wafers. when? You, <laughs> that's good. You remember when we met Charlie Rose before uh, the <laughs> Me Too move- movement brought him down? I met him on the f- going on the ferry to Ocracoke. We were playing at Joe's Tavern out there. Joe's Pub, I think it was. And he was on the ferry with a lady friend. This was a long time ago. And then we met Charlie Rose. And then we met uh, the guy who used to be on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me on NPR, uh, Carl Castle. Mm-hmm. And that was great. Yeah. So, uh, But we got to – I, I, I got to scratch that itch. You got to figure – this show should be eligible for some awards, right? I'd love to be an award-winning show. People at Marconi must, must not be paying attention. They must not be. They must not be. But we we got to get this thing in some uh, some competitions. What do you think? Yeah, go right ahead. Tony Denton, we want to enter the Brian Hanks show in some I'm contest. I'm sure if we pay, something. you know, seven or eight hundred bucks per entry, they'll let us enter. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, you know, on those when you get that your star on the Walk of Fame, you have to pay for it. I did not know that. You have to pay for it yourself. How much is said payment? I'm sure it's a few thousand bucks. I'm not really sure. Hmm. Okay. Jonathan, you're being awful quiet over there this morning. Well, I'm just taking it all in, man. You look good. I mean, I, I say that as a, as a fatherly figure to you as your, you know, as your father figure in your life. Well, one of the two. I mean, John being the other one, obviously. But uh, I got to tell you, you look healthy. You look good, dude. 
Yes, all the all the stress and anxiety really just does something from the skin. <laughs> well, see, stress tenses the body up and gives the illusion of tautness. Oh, see, I was actually being serious. You, does he not look good? Look, he's I find got being repugnant, Brian. <laughs> he, I don't mean it in that way. He's got his Air Force Academy Nike official coach's shirt on. I mean, I got he's got slacks on, got uh, tan slacks on. I got to tell you, man, uh, you're a good looking man, Jonathan Messi. I'm a catch, and this is just my. One of my many ways to remind my wife that she better hold on tight. <laughs> no response there, John Dawson? I believe 38 Special said it best, Brian, when they said, hold on loosely, but don't let go. There you go. I like it. Uh, you won yesterday, Jonathan Massey, 3-2. to two. I've already lost control, John. <laughs> yes. <laughs> tell us a little bit about our title sponsor of the birthday game, our good friend Jacques Pasolik. Well, I can tell you, somebody that's never lost control is Jacques Pasolik. He has the office automation game firmly in his grasp, and he is guiding it effortlessly to a successful endeavor. Uh, if you need to get your office automated or some of the other things John likes to say, like uh, military coups and <laughs> Girl Scout troops, <laughs> looking at you, Brian. Um, you Wait, need what? You need to contact Jacques to get all those needs met. And how do you do that, Jonathan Massey? You give him a phone call. A phone call? I, is there a number? There is. There's a uh, ten. ten. Yeah. <laughs> what if, is if you're local, only seven of them matter. Why? Why is uh, John John Dawson over here wincing? I don't know. He sees where this is going, and it can't be anything good. There you uh, go. What is that number? Two five two. Two five two. Two eight six. Two eight six. Five three. Five three. Five four. Five four. He also has websites, doesn't he? He does. Uh, GoEcoNC.com. And what is GoEco.com? There you go. So Bucklesbury.com. That's right. <laughs> Bucklesbury.com. That is a Jacques Passelig site also. She was born Tara Lee Patrick. She was a star on Baywatch. She modeled in Playboy and other sources. She even dated Dennis Rodman for a hot minute. It's the lovely and talented David Hasselhoff. <laughs> he deserves it. That was good. No, no, it's not Carmen David. Electra. It is Carmen. Oh, you knew all along. You were just messing. Mm. It is Carmen Electra. Dude, by the way, let me tell you something. Uh, Don't let me have to put down plastic. <laughs> you're please. not going to have to. She's I'm still just, got a fastball. Nah. That, there you go. I mean, at, uh, now I got to tell you, at her, at her strength, her strength, at her peak. Uh, peak. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. At her peak. Dude, she's, she had a 102-mile-an-hour fastball. I mean, she had a slider that just just slid right in there, okay? She had a curveball that had a 12-6. Explain to him what the 12-6 is. Straight down drop. How was her split finger? Oh, oh man, her split finger would uh, was, was wondrous, okay? It was wondrous. It made you move all over the plate, okay? Uh, and let me tell you something, even at her age today, which you guys are going to be guessing here, she's only lost maybe four miles an hour on her fastball. She's probably still got that 98-mile-an-hour fastball. Carmen Electra, Jonathan Massey, uh, tell us about Miss Tara Lee Patrick. 50. You say 50. She's not 50, John Dawson. How old is Carmen Electra? 49. Nope, she was. <laughs> that was Jonathan Massey's sigh over there, but that was a very good sigh. If you had gone the other direction, you had it. Look, I had my finger poised. Look, poised to hit the. But no, I don't get to do it because uh, she was born April 20th, 1972, so she's 51 today, John Dawson. So congratulations, Jonathan Massey. You take a one to nothing lead. I'm giddy, Brian. I can tell. Okay, next up, uh, this goes to you, John Dawson. You're already, uh, you're already over it, and we're only one birthday in. <laughs> Can't you tell he's over it? Can't you tell? Yeah, he's trying not to say something that he wants to say. Oh, okay. as, as to not affect the friendship. Since the last birthday game I edited took me probably four days. <laughs> okay, uh, you're going to know this person mm. immediately. He was Sulu on the original Star oh, Trek. And he's George made some. Takei. Look at you. Uh, he's made some memorable appearances on the Howard Stern show. Would you? Yes. In uh, all the driving I've done over the last couple of weeks, I actually listened old to, Stern. Some, to some old Stern on Channel 101, not the hun Channel 100 where he's not sucking up to every. Uh, woke Howard. Yeah, not Woke Howard. Uh, and he had uh, George Takei or Takei? Takei. Takei. Yeah, George Takei on there, and it was 
Let's just say we can't repeat any of it here. I'm not. I'm not. We can't repeat any of it here. I heard on a the clip old the other day show. of some of the songs they had him singing. It was hysterical. Well, the Christmas song. I don't remember that. Well, we'll have to talk about it later. Okay. You don't want to give us a few bars? I don't think we can. Oh, yeah, there you go. But George Takei, today is his birthday there, John Dawson. How old is Officer 80... Subaru? 80. And... I'm going to say 84, Brian. <laughs> That's a very good George You have an Takei. interesting musculature. <laughs> God. Okay. <laughs> he says 84. What do you say over there, Massey? Two requests. Can you say, oh, hello? Yeah. Like, okay. Oh, hello. Now, can you say, give us a 360, Brian? <laughs> I just want to hear him say it. Give us a 360, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> now say, oh, hello. <laughs> now say, oh, hello. Okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. He said 84. What do you say over there, Mizzle? 83. Ah, it's too bad. You're going to see it. I do it both ways there, John you Dawson. You do it 10 we times know. more sarcastically when I, I do. You're right. He was born April 20th, 1937. He's 86 today. Oh, my. Oh, my, indeed. It's tied up one-to-one. One. And talk about weirdos. Uh, here's a definitely one. He was Happy the, birthday, John. <laughs> no, his birthday's in January. Uh, he was George. get rickets. <laughs> he was George McFly in Back to the Future and... I went down a rabbit hole look reading some Crispin of Crispin Glover. Crispin Glover is a weird dude. And they that, let him and threw him off the show. Yes, he did. I was watching it that night. Were you really? He got up and like was showing some kind of kicks he could do and almost came with like half an inch of kicking Letterman in the face and Letterman said, We're gonna go to commercial, we'll be right back. And when they came back, Mr. Glover, I think twenty years later they put him back on the show. He's just he, Every character he plays, I mean, and George McFly is probably the calmest one he's played. He's played some weird characters in his life. I haven't seen him do anything any of us couldn't do on like 10 seconds notice. Yeah. I don't see the big deal. He was in Willard, which was yeah. a weird movie. Yeah. He was whatever. I don't know what his character's name was in Charlie's Angels. Yeah. He, he's uh, made a career of playing weird characters, but Crispin Glover, Jonathan Massey, today's his birthday. Bully for him. Bully indeed. How old is he? Oh, 59. Where in the world did you come up with that? Educated guess. I mean, he was. What were you going to say, John? You, if, say you went first, what were you going to guess? 60, 61. Really? Okay. Dude. Heck of a guess there, man. 59. He's uh, you're up two to one, but yeah, he was born uh, April 20th, 1964, so 59 years old today. Okay. Gosh, I should have done this. No, you know what? I'm glad that you're getting this one because I will warn you, John Dawson, you probably should get this right on the nose because I am willing to bet a 10 spot that my son over here, our son over here, Jonathan Massey, is going to get this. He was a middle linebacker for the Carolina Panthers for eight seasons. Luke Keekley. <laughs> but retired after the 2019 season. Massey has a pinup poster of him over his bed. A? <laughs> Just, <laughs> he has more than one. It's, tell him again who it is. Luke Keekley. Luke Keekley. War number? 59. In fact, I think I bought you a Luke Keekley jersey, didn't I? Uh, I think it's, it might be the salute to service yeah. Keekley jersey. That's awesome. But, uh, so, uh <laughs> There's a good reason why I, I probably it's good that you're guessing here, uh, John Dawson, instead of uh, Massey, because uh, how certain are you that you know how old he is? Fairly. There you go. So, good luck. 39. You say 39. John is Massey. Go ahead and clinch today. Let me just do the math here. Um, oh, just say how old he is. 30, 33. No, he was born uh, April 20th. Dude, did you see I had my finger ready, it's heading for the button? He was born April 20th, 1991, so he's 32 today. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, yeah I guess I would check out. Yeah, that one, you, I get the sarcastic look because most people retire from the NFL at 32. Well, I, but did you not hear what or I said? He 29. played for eight seasons, so that should have helped a little bit. 
I just I couldn't remember if he was. And I even said after the 2019 season. So say he played four years in college, which I think he did. He played Boston College for four years. So he would have been 22 plus eight is 30. He retired four years. Well, there you go. That's where you got your 33 from, I guess. He was yeah. 21 when he got drafted, and I forgot that. There you go. And so, he so was, you're making I the think mistake he, I'm paying attention. He was also a junior when he left, I think. I think. Okay, that would make sense, too. Anyway, anyway, I, uh, I just – dude, he was amazing. He was one of the – Hey, dude, you, you've been a Carolina Panthers fan your entire life. Where does he rank in all-time Panthers? He's got to be top five. Um, easily top five, right? I'd say easily top three. Okay. An argument can be made for Julius Peppers. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I wouldn't even include Sam Mills because the He only majority, played like three seasons. Yeah. Yeah. You can't include Kevin Green or Reggie White. Nope. I would put Cam Newton, dude. Cam Newton would have to be in the top five. And Steve Smith. Yeah, Steve Smith. But that's really – those are the only arguments I'm making. I mean, Mike Rucker was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Jenkins was a good DT. But, I mean, what a – you know, you got to be an Aaron Donald, Warren Sapp-level defensive tackle. Mike Mentor was pretty good. But, I mean, Luke Keekley, best linebacker that's ever played for him. Yeah. First or second best defensive player. Uh, should be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, that should be coming up. That'll be next year. Wow. That's a good point. Okay. How many uh, Panthers are in the Hall of Fame? Zero. That are that are just predominantly. Yeah, because Kevin Green's in the Hall of Fame, but, I mean, he played, what, two years. Have I ever told you my Kevin Green story? Yes. <laughs> He'll tell us when we're Yeah, that's one we can't. We cannot Reggie tell. White's in the Hall of Fame, but he was only a Panther for, like, a season. Yeah. Um, Julius Peppers could be in, but he, he played – after Luke did so well on top of that too but I mean he was also spent a good portion of his career with the Bears too so and the Packers yep yep that's right that's right okay well very good well you've clinched the day three to one we'll still go ahead and do this last uh this last birthday anyway even though you're you've lost uh John BK have it your way you rule did I just do that out loud? Dude, it's like a brain worm. It's like a mind worm. It's stuck in my head, man. We need to take him to the vet again, don't we? <laughs> that sounds like something John Dawson would say. I'm trying over here. I don't know why it's taking so long. My, my internet has just been not. Remember how much he fought when we took him to the vet to get fixed? Yeah. Hey, wait, what? You told me. God. Was that too loud? Well, loud and awful. Dude, he's not awful. You really think this is awful? And there I see. Can't hear him. He's really not bad. He's just referring to that 80s keyboard. Is it Luther? I don't know. It is Luther. Look at you. Luther Vandross, who... Okay, you want to know how bad I would do at the dead or alive game. I thought Luther Vandross was still alive. He died like 15 years ago, didn't he? He died 2005, so he died 18 years okay. ago. Well, you know what? That'd be a good one. Would you have known? Oh, you knew. Okay. I had no idea. In fact, I had him as our first birthday of the day. Then when I, I've been doing a good job of going back through and making sure these people aren't dead. And I saw <laughs> <laughs> died 2005. I'm like, what the heck? Yeah. I just I. I missed it, but uh, yeah, this is Here and Now by Luther Vandross on the album. The essential Luther Vandross. I should have known. Jonathan Massey, it goes to you. How old would Luther Vandross be if he were still alive today, bearing in mind that he did pass away in 2005? How old was he when he died? He He thought he was going to get me on that, didn't he? Oh, come on, chorus, hold on. This this was in Happy Gilmore, I think. Was it? I just I have to look it up, but I really there's I some ballad they're playing when the Zam they're out there on the ice and the Zamboni guys singing. I think it. it is, dude. Look at you and your Happy Gilmore knowledge. You know, I know I've talked way too much about my vacation last week. You know, here on the show so far. Well, if you had a good vacation, but I saw Happy Gilmore. That was one of the. 
I had a great vacation. I man. loved that movie. That's one I, if I was flipping around and had the time, I'd leave it on there. It was good. It was pretty funny. Dude, it's got your girl, uh, Julie Bowen, in it. Well, making my case for me. <laughs> She's the PGA, or they're not using PGA because PGA wouldn't let them use their uh, whatever. Logo. Yeah, or their name or anything like Same that. Same thing. Yeah. But she was like the professional golf. Her uh, last name was Vinnett in the movie. Veronica Vinnett or no. I just remember the scene where they tell him to go to his happy place. I know. Well, yeah. I like the scene where they tell him to go to his happy place. And uh, she's. Uh, it's not bad. It's Happy Gilmore, but she's dressed provocatively. Yeah. Can we? And, and a little person with. The- <laughs> 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 Riding around on a unicycle. Yeah. yeah. And then his grandma's making out with. Uh, the uh, bad guy. Yeah. What's his name? That was in. Yeah, that was when he went to his happy place. On Shooter. Yeah. Shooter McGavin. Shooter McGavin. Yep, yep, yep. What In a the great Gene movie. Simmons mask. Yeah. <laughs> what a great movie, man. Luther Vandross, how old is he today there? Or would he be today, Jonathan Massey, if he were still with us singing about here and now? I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. There you go. Billy Madison. Same thing. Uh, I, I honestly don't know, but I've already won. So, 73. Okay, he says 73. What do you say, John Dawson? 72. Congratulations, John Dawson. You got it right on the nose. He was born April 20th, 1951, which makes him 72 years old today. It doesn't matter because Jonathan had already wrapped up today. But more than anything, he doesn't know in the world who Luther Vandross is. You, John Dawson, have to give your son, Jonathan Massey, a little bit of credit for getting just one year off. I give him nothing. Ah! I know nothing about Luke Keegley. <laughs> Sounds like a country singer. It does sound like Luke Keegley. Uh, bring my baby back. I don't know. Anyway. Hey, uh, local she bird. She likes my truck. She, she thinks my truck is sexy. Yeah. No, my tractor is sexy. Yeah, sorry. I knew I'd get that right. Uh, hey, happy birthday to Mike Paul Grady. Today is his birthday. Uh, you know Mike Paul, don't you? Yeah, had many a conversation when I was working for the former or the team formerly known as the Kentston Indians. Yep. He is uh, a good dude, man. And, and you got to admit, probably professional baseball's best fan uh, over at Historic Granger Stadium. Would you not agree? He's at every game, dude. He's at every game. Loyal to a fault to yep. the professional baseball scene in Kinston. There you go. So happy birthday, Mike Paul, and to Luther Vandross. Well, this is where I turn it up at. <laughs> yes, I'm singing this longingly into uh, John Dawson's eyes right now. Why did you break eye contact? Okay, uh, have a great birthday. We'll see you tomorrow on the birthday game presented by Goeco Office Automation. All right, it's over. <laughs> Enough. And that wraps up the first hour of the uh, Brian Hanks Show today. Coming up, we're world exclusive. We're going to announce the 2023 Kenton North County Parks and Recreation or Parks. God, we're going to announce. Coach Whitfield, the uh, 2023 Kent's Lenore County Sports Hall of Fame here on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College.